Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to start at the very beginning of this franchise and we are talking today about John Wick. If you haven't seen John Wick, the only thing you need to know is watch it. Okay, yes, it starts off a bit tragically, a bit sad, and I feel like everybody knows what happens at the start involving Keanu Reeves and his dog. But that right there, what happens is the very first domino in one of the longest chain reaction series of events I think has ever been seen in the history of cinema. Because, yeah, sure, you've got franchises, you've got huge, big blockbuster franchises that go on for tens of movies, if not more, you know, Marvel, the Fast and Furious films, and all of them have stemmed from an origin, right? At some point or another, something has happened to then cause in motion everything that happens subsequently. But with those films, there's usually breaks in the narrative. So endings may be definitive, there'll be a time jump before the next thing, there'll be a new focus, a new chain of events, whatever. So franchises operate in that way. But with John Wick, the craziest thing is we are now three movies in and we're just about to get the fourth movie. In fact, by the time this comes out, the fourth one will be out in cinemas. So I imagine go and watch it because it's going to be amazing. But what I love is how every single little thing in this quadrilogy now has happened because somebody killed his dog, okay? And it's not like there is a big break in between these movies. Yes, this movie has a fairly definitive ending, and it's actually kind of a great ending. I love it. It can be seen as a one-off. But then the second movie picks up right where this left off, and the second one, I don't want to spoil it because I'm going to talk about those in the next reviews, if you've seen the second one, then you'll know it leads in straight to the next one. So perhaps one of the funniest realizations of all time is the fact that John Wick 1, 2, and 3 take place over about a week. Okay, a week and a half maybe, that's it. So he kills every single person in these movies. Everything bad that happens to him happens across the span of a week. It's crazy. It's amazing. So the first John Wick, very, very simple. It's a revenge story. But I love how we've had so many movies since its release in 2014 that have kind of followed suit and copied the style. We've had a bunch of knockoffs. Some of them have been great. Some of them have been terrible. But John Wick was the movie to start it all. Or I don't think we've ever had a better revenge story um, yeah, I'm going to say I don't think we've had a better revenge story than John Wick, than the first one. And even though I do think as well the second and third get better and better, I still think the first one, after re-watching it, I've got to say, this is one of the most badass and cool, tightly paced movies I've ever seen in my life. It is so exciting from start to finish. You really care about the character enough to understand why he does what he does, which is come out of retirement. All we know about this guy, John Wick, is that he used to do very bad things, and he's a very powerful man. He is nicknamed the Baba Yaga, which may be the boogeyman, but he is not the boogeyman. He is the person you send to kill the boogeyman. So many great lines in this movie, too. It's not what you did, son. It's who you did it to. Oh, man, it's so good, and everybody is scared of this guy. And you are wondering, well, why? Like, all we know about John Wick from the first 10 minutes is his wife has sadly died, he's got a puppy. That's it. He likes to drive his car too, very, very fast on a runway. It's a great car though, the Mustang, love it. So that's all we know about him. And apparently he's got a dark secret, you know, he's got some skeletons in his closet, maybe some guns as well. And boy, does he have them. Okay, he really does. That initial action set piece when the bad guys go to his house to try and kill him. Task a crew. Well, how many men? How many do you have? Oh, you know. Shit 
is about to go down and oh my god it does in that initial invasion sequence it is just so ridiculous it's extremely violent and it's slick it's stylish it's trying to make you enjoy the violence and maybe you shouldn't because you would have to be very very sadistic like myself to be laughing at what happens in this movie but I don't know if it's because Keanu Reeves is just the most badass person and the most genuine wholesome person but seeing him commit these acts and kill these people it's just so satisfying to watch the choreography the set design to make it almost like a maze and a dance at the same time so you know you think about action choreography it's very similar to dancing you've each got to know the right position to be in and what time and you've got to move with the other person otherwise somebody is going to get hurt but it looks like people get hurt in this film it looks like people get hurt a lot and that is why I strongly believe, I think a lot of people do as well, there should be some recognition for stunt work at the Oscars or, you know, BAFTAs, whatever. Just something to recognise the stunt performers and the choreographers that go through this process. Without them, this film would be nothing. Okay, This film would not be anywhere near as good as it is without the stunt team behind it. And I think it helps the fact that the directors, Chad Stileski and David Leach, David Leach isn't credited, but he was co-director on this first film. And he's gone on to do some great movies too, like Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2, Hobson Shaw, Bullet Train even. He's a very well-known director, but Chad Stileski has only done these John Wick films. But if you go onto IMDb right now, go onto Chad Stileski's profile, look at his directing credits, and it is probably the strongest thing I've ever seen in my life. So it's John Wick 1, 2, 3, and 4, all of which have tremendous reviews, but I feel like the problem is with these action movies, they don't get the same recognition as, you know, your dramas or your serious true story thrillers or whatever, because when you look at directors and their credits and you see all the greens on Metacritic, you think, okay, that's great, you know, if it's Christopher Nolan, fantastic, or Tarantino, amazing. But then when it comes to action movies, nobody really cares. And it's annoying because his first four movies, right? Chad's first four movies have all been exceptionally well received, both critically and by audiences too. But nobody's talking about that. Anyway, back to my point about the directors. It helps that these two are primarily stunt performers, right? Before directing, they were both working in stunts. And I think one of the coolest little bits of trivia is the fact that both of them were working on the Matrix trilogy with Keanu before. So they know him. Essentially, that could be why he's starring in it, because he's such a nice guy and he wants to help and star in the first movie from these guys who were working with him over a decade before. So it's that humility that really elevates the character because, you know, very quickly it's established he is a hitman and he is dangerous. But because it's Keanu, because he's got those softer moments too, and he's doing what he's doing because of a puppy, that makes his character have so many more layers and dimensions than most knockoffs since this movie have had. You know, there's no real motive anymore in these movies that have spawned since John Wick, but John Wick and the supporting cast of characters in this film have it by the dozen. Okay, this cast is huge, by the way. For a 2014 movie that just kind of had a sleeper release, came out in, I think, December, or is it... Oh, no, October, sorry, 2014 in America, didn't come out here in the UK until April the following year. I remember having it available to watch for months and we just didn't bother. And then all of a sudden, about a year later, it might have been end of 2015 or maybe 2016 because the second one didn't come out until 2017. I remember we watched it and we were thinking, this is amazing. This is so good because this was around the era when Keanu Reeves was starring in really quite bad straight-to-video movies, if that even exists anymore, to be fair. Because the way that COVID has shifted the entire landscape of how to release movies these days, it feels as though a movie like this... Yeah, it probably could appear on Netflix or Prime or somewhere like that. But back then, despite getting really good reviews, I think it was massively slept on. 
And then it wasn't until the second one got announced and people started thinking, hang on a minute, what's this movie about a guy who goes on a rampage in revenge because his dog gets killed? And it stars Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, Lance Reddick, RIP, that is tragic. I'm going to talk about that more in the next few reviews. Willem Dafoe's in it too, Alfie Allen, huge cast, amazing, okay. So when you just combine all of this, it creates one of the most fun movies you could ever possibly watch. I'm not even kidding. Go and watch John Wick. It is an action-packed thrill ride from the start. It does not hold up, right? There are several shocking moments. He walks into a church, assassinates a priest, and then he sets things on fire. He goes on a murder spree through a club, and that is one of the most amazing and eclectic action sequences ever. The music, the strobe lighting, iconic. Everything is just solid, fun, slick entertainment. Some of the gunshots are to the beat. I absolutely adore that. I myself have just been working on a video edit for John Wick right now. I've tried to have gunshots on some of the beats throughout the song. So, you know, that kind of thing makes it so enjoyable like it's just ridiculous okay it's absolutely ridiculous this film is an absolute blast if you haven't seen it i'm genuinely surprised but please go and watch it because by the end you will be immensely satisfied you are always in john's corner you don't really think until the third movie at least for me you don't think what he's doing is bad you just think oh yeah it's justified he's completely in the rights right what he's doing is fantastic why am i enjoying this so much but yeah, it's just the whole world of this movie, the world building as well, because you can't forget, even though it is just a classic tale of revenge, there is also a massive world building aspect of setting up the Continental, the hotel where all these assassins stay, and there's a secret club, and there's a way of talking and communicating, and the coins that they use. Everything is just weirdly magical, okay? For a new original property, back in 2014, this was huge, okay? Absolutely massive. It does feel like a world where everything is bursting at the seams, and just brimming with excitement around every single corner, and danger, okay? Massive danger too, because they are all very dangerous people, but yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there, because I could go on for days about John Wick, and I will in the next two reviews well the next three reviews in fact because john wick chapter four is almost here and i cannot wait so go and watch john wick find a way to watch it get it on disc just buy it because i guarantee if you're going to be stuck on a desert island with a dvd player i mean does anybody think about that desert island discs you don't have any means of playing it you know what's saying that you get stranded on a desert island with a dvd a music cd and a game or whatever how are you going to play any of that? Are you just going to have like a PS5 wash up on shore and all the cables and a TV and electricity on a desert island, right? Anyway, desert island discs, take John Wick because, my God, it is fantastic. I love it. Okay, I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. So yeah, find a way to watch it. You won't regret it, and you'll be re-watching it for years and years and years. And then you'll discover 2, 3, and 4, and you'll just think, oh my god, these get better and better and better. So with that, this has been John Wick. I've been Kieran. So good, especially on rewatch. You know, it just blew me away, even now. Almost a decade later. Amazing. So until next time, I shall speak to you talking about John Wick Chapter 2 in the very next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.